And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100%. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and make a change in your life through the ministry of Pastor Chris Ross. Pastor Chris is the founder of Breakthrough Ministries International Church with multiple branches in South Africa and abroad. He is a healing evangelist for the Jesus the Answer Outreach Ministry, an outreach crusade bringing healing, deliverance and breakthrough to many people. Breakthrough Ministries International is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of zeal and fire for the Lord. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel to receive new messages every week. Now, let's listen to Pastor Chris. I long to feel your presence. I need to know your power, so fill me now with more of you. I long to see your glory, I want to know your will, so won't you please come and fill this place, cause I need fresh oil. From you, cover my life with your dew, rain down refreshing anew from above. I need your presence today, please come and show me the way, and shower down your rain upon us. Make me more and more like Jesus And have your way in me So that the world may see You are the potter I am just the clay Mold me and shape me completely into what you want me to be and I'll be changed from glory into glory cause I need fresh oil from you cover my life with your dew rain down refreshing anew from above I need your presence today please come and show me the way shower down your rain upon me make me more and more like Jesus Christ I need fresh oil from you cover my life with your dew rain down refreshing anew from above I need your presence today please come and show me the way shower down your rain upon me make me more and more like Jesus Christ 
Oh, shower down your presence on us. We need to be more and more like Jesus Christ. Oh, yes, Lord, shower down your rain upon me. Make me more and more like Jesus Christ. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. Are you expecting the anointing tonight? Do you want to catch the anointing tonight? If you want to catch it, shout amen. We have had a very fantastic anointing filled two days thus far. We are left with just one day to go. Hey, and I can't, I can't wait to hear what is coming. Are you expecting the anointing and the anointed tonight? Wow, 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 wow. I'm expecting the double portion. Like Elijah got it from Elijah. Are you expecting the double portion tonight? Shout amen. Wow, wow, wow. Believe it, I want to welcome you to Breakthrough Ministry International. This is the Jesus Cathedral. This is where the anointing, the anointing lives here. Amen. And it, it visits other places once a while. <laughs> so I want to welcome you. And I, I know that you, you're going to have a very fantastic evening tonight. As the anointing is here. The prophet is also here in our midst. Amen. Ah, put your hands together for the prophet. Ask your neighbor, where were you yesterday? Ask your neighbor. Hey! Hey! The prophet made us understand that there's a little anointing in you, but it needs to be stirred up. And then yesterday, it got stirred up, and the people were moving all over. Hey! So I'm expecting the same anointing tonight. If you believe that, shout amen! Ah. Wow. And he told us something critical. I mean, even if I forgot everything, he said that you can catch the anointing by your association. And I'm happy that you've made a very wonderful decision that you have associated yourself with this Catch the Anointing conference tonight. And you can also, you have to, your environment has to be good. And I believe you know you are in the Jesus Cathedral. Ah! And then you need to associate yourself. Good friendship, good friendship, good friendship. Whom are you associated with? Who is your friend? Tonight, your friend is BMI. Your friend is Pastor Chris. Hey! Wow, wow, wow. So you are already blessed. The anointing is already there. We just want to stir it up. Shout amen! <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Let me do a bit of... Welcoming. I want to welcome you all. I want to welcome the board members. Put your hands together for all the board members. Put your hands together. Yeah. And I also want to welcome all the lady pastors and pastors in our midst. If we missed you, I want to welcome you all. And also, we have a, a nice goodies at the back, the tax shop at the back. If you want to grab something, you can also go there to grab something. But we are expecting, I mean, the anointing is, is going to be super. And so you will not even fail to eat at all. Wow. Are you expecting the double portion now? Oh, so with your hands and mine, why don't you rise to your feet and help me welcome my father in the ministry, God's servant, Pastor Chris! 
We welcome the Holy Spirit to be with us. We will be talking about the Holy Spirit. And then we ask you, Lord, to show yourself to the people that they will feel God's presence and the touch of God. It's your touch that can change the lives of all of us. So we wait for you. We wait patiently for you. Welcome, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen. You may all take your seats. And a hearty welcome to all of you. Is Pastor Lynn okay on the far side? Just arrange things, Jamie, and the team that must do what they must do. Amen. Let me welcome you all. I trust that you have enjoyed the prayer and the worship. And uh, we want to welcome those who come only for the last session of the three-night session. I just want you to wave to me so that I know 
who is late, the ark door is almost closed. Wait, don't be afraid because we're giving free. We gave free gifts. So we also want to see if we should give you free gifts. You, you see now, you're so embarrassed you don't want to lift your hand. But the good news is that the thief on the cross, the last minute, he didn't walk with Jesus. He didn't attend any conferences. But the last minute, he said, Lord, have mercy on me. And so we pray that the Lord's mercy will settle on all of you who came for the last minute. Amen. But you're welcome to the Catch the Anointing Conference. It's been the conference that we've had for many years, and COVID put a pause to us. So we've started again. I'm sure next year, if God keeps us all, we will change the name to something different. But the discussions are always about the Holy Spirit. Amen? This conference is about the Holy Spirit. Amen. Welcome to the board members and those who could join us. Um, we had a wonderful visit yesterday by the Holy Spirit whilst we were, while I was preaching. And so, you know, the Holy Spirit is not controlled. Yeah, he, he has to be given liberty to do what he has to do, but it's not that you can control and say when and how. My wife just made a request and said, some ladies were working yesterday, preparing food, so they heard that there was a wind that came into the building, and they missed it. So they asked if it can be repeated again tonight. And I said, look, it's not up to me. It's not up to me. It's if the Spirit wills. But what you can do is what I've learned is that if you hunger and thirst, then you will be filled. Amen. Amen. I want to welcome my friend, Pastor Pat. Came all the way from the farm. Beautiful. Yeah, so these are sessions of teaching. It's not hurried sessions. If you have another appointment, maybe you must go now because it will also distract the anointing. Amen. We are not offended, but it's just we have understood that it's by the talking, the long talking, that the transference of the Holy Spirit happens. That's why on the camps, we always felt the strongest move of the Holy Ghost. I remember some camps, and yesterday was almost there, where nobody was available to assist. Everybody was on the floor. And even the musicians, and I saw yesterday I was trying to give them keys, and they were all just, that's the power of the Holy Spirit. But because the camps are long sessions where people sit, you can't go anywhere because you're far from home, you can't run here, you can't run there. You have to sit. You see, and it's the constant teaching, the words that's flowing from my mouth as the set man for, the, for that specific conference, which carries the anointing, which carries what we call, uh, the words I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Amen? 
That is why we say don't rush anything. Hallelujah. Anyway, so I want to talk to you today about the anointing, the, the blessedness of the voice of the anointed. If you are not from our persuasion, maybe what I will say to you is new. But it's in the Bible. Amen? And we use the Bible as the foundation of whatever we say. If what we say is not in the Bible, then you do not have to accept it. Then you must actually reject it. Amen. It must be scriptural. But the Bible is so vast and so wide that if you think you know everything in there, you're making a mistake. And you are a little bit too proud also. Because the Lord can give you a revelation of one scripture. You can have a thousand different revelations. Is it true? Yeah, so we can't say. Albert can say, And then I would say, Whether it's in a dynamic, anointed face, or lukewarm face, or cold face, wherever you are, is what you have been receiving over time. Amen? What you eat is what you become. Yes. The reason why some churches, some people can sit for long hours under the word is what has been, is the food they've been eating. What the pastor has dished up. The pastor has taught them that the most important thing is the word of God. Yeah, you can't, don't rush anywhere. When the Holy Spirit visits, it's God, it's God coming into the place. You don't want to miss an encounter with God. Amen? And as much as God is om omnipresent, meaning He's all over at the same time, he, the Lord chooses certain places to bestow His blessings. Yeah. That's why when Jesus rose from the dead, He told the disciples, go to Galilee. I will meet you there. But they were all in Jerusalem. Even he rose from the dead in Jerusalem. Why didn't they have the meeting there? No. God chooses specific places to pour out his blessing and his anointing. Then when they were in Galilee, he said, now go back to Jerusalem. To the upper room. It is there that you will receive power. When the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Are you hearing me? So I'm sure somebody that was part of that 120 praying went to you safe. And to eat us to come even from the year. 
and it just must stay. <laughs> Don't want to miss the opportunity when God is coming. Amen. Yeah, so we teach a lot of stuff. We teach waiting. Waiting is a principle of God. Wait in the upper room. Wait. Today we are, we are so in a hurry, we can't wait. Is it true? Alles is hastig. Your program is so full. Oh, she must now here and she must sit still. And the Heilige Geest is as was a dove. The symbols of the Holy Spirit includes the dove, which means there's no rush. It should be calmness. Are you with me? Calmness and then the settling. Let me say that when the Spirit starts to move while I'm preaching, don't be offended. Don't be shocked. Some will cry. Some will shout. Some will shake. It's different manifestations. It's, it's called manifestations of the Holy Spirit. It's in the Bible. They fell under the power. They were they like drunk people in the book of Acts. And so Peter had to explain to them, no, these people are not drunk. This is what the prophet Joel has prophesied. In the last days, God will pour out his spirit on all flesh. Amen? Amen. So we trust God that once again, he will visit us. Uh, hallelujah. All right. Um, let's turn our Bibles. And unfortunately, if you're here for the first of the many sessions, I cannot... Repeat what we said. We spoke about uh, catching the anointing. Amen. I want to talk about the voice of the anointed. It's a very important subject. We said yesterday that it is in the words where there's a transference. Amen? And we looked at the little red book. We have books on the side here to show you that you must read. Amen? The red book in principle <clears throat> is uh, the explanation of a certain way that the anointing can be transferred. One way. There are different ways. That's the way of the anointed voice, like listening to an anointed voice or associating with anointed people. Because the anointing, there I go again just to help those who came for the first time. The anointing is what we would term the power of God. The enablement it's the Holy Spirit coming upon someone to help him to do his work as a minister or as a Christian. Are you with me? The Afrikaans is salving. Salving. And that enablement is to do work for the Lord. Yes. So sometimes people get confused with what is anointing and what is not. But it, it will be it will be produced by the fruit. In other words, you must have an ID card to show your anointing. Jesus Christ described himself and he said, the, spirit, the first message that Jesus ever preached was, 
the message on the anointing. In Luke chapter 4, he stood up in the temple and he started to preach. You know what was his first message? His message was entitled, The Anointing. He said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. And then he explained what is the signs of the anointed. What is the ID card? Number one, to preach the gospel to the poor. Hey. To have a church in Delft is a sign of anointing. All churches, other side is not, I don't know, I don't know. Preach the gospel to the poor. Because God wants to make, make it clear to you that whatever happens to the anointed person is not by connections or by rich people. No. What an anointed person will do, he will do supernatural things. Are you listening? Amen. Yes. He will, will do things that you can only say, this is not possible. For this person to do without the help of God. That's actually what I'm trying to explain to you. So Jesus went on, he said, preach the gospel to the poor, heal, uh, give sight to the blind. That's miracles. Amen. Uh, heal the brokenhearted. Yeah. And then set at liberty those that are bound. Hey, power. But it was when the Holy Spirit descended on him. Amen. Amen. So we've discovered, we've seen that God in his wisdom, he, he has um, deposited his power into different vessels. And by associating with that vessels, it is one way how you can draw from them the anointing that is on them. Amen. Yesterday's message, we realized it is, the person is not really special. It is what is on him that he carries that is special. But in, for us to really get that thing, we must also have a respect and an honor for the vessel that carries the anointing. Whether the vessel is someone you like or not. That's why a lot of the so-called Western world, they can't recognize or they don't really recognize the heavy anointing carriers that come from uh, Africa. Africa. If you Google largest church in the world on your Google, they will show you the Vatican in Rome. They will show you some church uh, in Sao Paulo, Brazil, a Catholic church. But they're lying. It's the Nigerians. Yeah that have built 100,000-seater cathedrals, bigger than Cape Town International Stadium. There are now three such buildings that I know of in Nigeria, built from the ground to be a church. Okay, let me explain. This church can sit, let's say, without us packing it to the rounds, a thousand people, right? So a hundred of these churches together One of them, one of the pastors has now built a church that can sit 120,000 in, in 
Nigeria. Yes. So I'm saying that the anointing is in vessels that sometimes you don't want to acknowledge. But it's not humanly possible for a man to do that unless God is with him. Are you with me? That's why Nicodemus came to Jesus in the night and he told Jesus, he was a Pharisee. He wasn't a, a punkster. And he said, you must be a man sent from God. Because no man can do these things that you do unless God is with him. Are you with me? So it's when you step over into the supernatural. And uh, my pastor, Bishop Dag, let me also pay honor to him before I even say anything else. Because the message that he teaches is the message that I have experienced. Yeah. So it's, in other words, I feel I, I'm the spices in his anointing. Every anointing is different. All right? Or let's say there's a few different anointings in the earth. So Moses, when the Lord spoke to Moses, he said to him, I'm going to take the anointing that is on you and I'm going to also transfer it to 70 other people. So what was the anointing on Moses? It was the anointing of leadership. Are you with me? So God was going to put more. They didn't need a healing anointing now. There's no sign of healing in Moses' ministry. Benin carries a healing anointing and Elijah carried a healing anointing. And in actual fact, the prophets of the Old Testament, that when the Holy Spirit came on them, there was not much healings, very little healings. It was when Jesus Christ came. He carried the Spirit in full measure that there was healing. That's why Malachi prophesied about him, said, he will come as the son of righteousness. What will be the difference between him and the prophets? There will be healing in his wings. That's why the, the, he said, tell John, tell John. When John also came to say, listen, are you the anointed one? Are you the Christ? Christ means anointed one. He said, tell him what you see. Tell him the fruits. All right? Say for me, preak la die stof, la die spuug gespat. Ek gooi die maik van links na rechts. Hey, my crocodile skoene maak ek net so. A fali salvang. He didn't say that to John. He said, tell John. The blind people see. Hey! The deaf can hear. The cripples walk. Tell John what you see. You understand Africans? Why you say yes? <laughs> She's from Ghana. It, it's, not, it's not talk. Too many people claiming anointing is talking. It is anointing. Is, we just attended a conference now. A bishop was telling us anointing has to do with works. Show me your works. What is your ID card? Take your ID card. If you are anointed, you must have an anointed ID card. You must be doing things that people say, this is supernatural. See now, to make people come and sit like this and listen to me, and I speak sometimes for six hours, it's not normal. That's all signs of anointing. 
They even doubted the anointing on Christ, but they told them, look, if you don't believe the words I say, just believe the things I do. So God put a big emphasis on works. Yeah. On works. Not nice feelings. The sign. What is your ID card? Identify the anointing. Hallelujah. Now, just for tonight, quickly, the voice. So I'm coming back to say, there's a way to catch the anointing because God puts it in human vessels. We, yesterday we looked at the field. Was it yesterday? The field, where's the anointing hidden? In the field. Then we realized it's, it's hidden in the field, so many people don't get anointing. Many people don't get anointed because they don't want to spend the energy to climb over the fence into a field to search for the anointing. It's not just there, it's hidden. And it's hidden in a field. Yeah. So to find it, you must look for it. You must search for it. And that takes time. It takes energy. It takes money. Yeah. It takes traveling. It takes running after. And in the field, you must look for a person. Because the anointing is the substance that is carried in human vessels. Are you learning? Amen. It's the substance. It's, it is what Jesus was anointed with. He anointed me, extended uh, it with the Holy Ghost. He anointed me not with butter or with olive oil or with engine oil. He anointed me with the Holy Spirit. Are you listening? So it is the Holy Spirit we want. It's the Holy Spirit we seek. It is the empowerment we seek. Now the prepositions used in the, in the Bible talks about the Holy Spirit in you, the Holy Spirit with you, and the Holy Spirit upon you. Gewoon net wat die wat hoograad geslaag het, The Spirit of the Lord is too big for us to really do any concise study. But we can tap some drops of the understanding. So, when we look at the Holy Spirit with you, we look more to the presence of God with a person. Are you with me? The Holy Spirit in you is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. When, when the Holy Spirit is in you, you, you see it bubbles from inside your belly and you start to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gives utterance. It's not you, it's the Spirit speaking through you. With groanings that cannot be uttered. Glory to God. And then the Holy Spirit upon you. These words are called prepositions in English. What is it in Afrikaans? Voorzetsels. Hij is voorgezet. Ik weet niet wat dit je op school gaat doen hier. Yeah, it, is, it describes the Holy Spirit's uh, role in our lives. He's with you as a presence. Are you with me? Benny Hinn used to say, he's with you to convict you. He's in you to cleanse you. And he comes upon you to empower you. I'm saying a lot of things, so you, must, you must take notes. All right? But then you also have the Holy Spirit with you as the presence of the Holy Ghost. Now, actual fact, 
before I get to the, 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 the beloved voice, the Holy Spirit with you is the main thing we must actually look for. You see, like God must be, you must know God is with you. Laban knew of uh, Jacob also that God is with him. That's why he said, don't go now. Stay a few years for my one daughter, for my other daughter, and then another few years. Because the longer you are with me, the longer that person that is with you will bless this place. Hallelujah. So, the Holy Spirit upon you is the anointing to do mighty things. Yes, that's, that's the... But sometimes, you see, that, came, that comes... The power to do mighty things come from the, the, the giver of the gifts. Are you listening? So it's, it's, it's almost like I give you this bag. Can I use your bag? I want it to work. It's a nice bag. Louis Vuitton. <laughs> Bought by Belleville uh, <laughs> Junction, Belleville Junction. Yes, the V on here. Tesla, where's your, where's your Louis Vuitton bag? Do you have it here? Yeah, let me use the Louis Vuitton. Is this the V? You see the V? I'm, I'm not like... A Vuitton. You see? The silver came off a little by this Vuitton. <laughs> Now, this is what many people do. Lunch, come here quickly. All right? So, I'm, I'm, walk with me, Lance. Walk with me. So, I'm, my presence is with Lance. We can walk and we can talk together. Isn't it? Beautiful. Now, I give Lance a gift. Louis Vuitton bag. <laughs> yeah. So, when we talk about the gifts... Stay, keep the bag nice. It's an expensive bag. <laughs> and there's money in here. So, you see, he got the gift from me. Yeah. But now he's so excited about the gift, he runs away and he goes to preach in another meeting with the gift. Bach! Bach Lanz! Neda! So he's now, he's run and he's preaching and the people are falling under the power yeah, because I gave him a gift. Uh-huh. But you see, the problem that he has is now, the one who gave him the gift is not with him anymore. So my presence is not there. My gift is there, but my presence is not there. So he can, he can run on this momentum like Samson did, and then after a while, the Bible says, he wist not that the presence of God had departed from him. That's why Moses said, Moses said, God said to Moses in Exodus 33, you guys must go and do this work. I won't go with you because you are stiff-necked people. But I will send an angel with you. Exodus 33, 14, 15, Daron. Yeah. 
I'll send first one, two, and three, then I send an angel with you. To say Moses, va, 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 nieuwe vertaling. Hij zei, Jera, if you don't go with us, if you don't go with us, take us not from here. If your presence can't go with me, yeah, if thy presence go not with me, carry us not up hence. I sent you the gift of the angel is going to help you to do karate signs and say, I say, no, 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 no. It's not the gift. It is you, Lord. It is you, Lord. If you are with me, I will feel the presence. It's the prayer of my heart always. Not for the tush. Three of you stand at the back. Hoof, power. You, power. Wacht, hy nou sê hy wat ek soekie. Ek soek die sachte salving. Die sachte salving. That was here yesterday. That was the presence of God. Because you see, you can even feel the presence of God. You must see it as the presence of a person. Just give me a minute. That's the anointing. It's right here, right now. The presence of God is the aura of God. It's like you know somebody is in the house. You don't have to see him. Like when your father is in the house, you know he's there. Your father is in the next room. You, you feel his aura. That is by the ice. That's his presence. The aura. Then also the voice. Which I want to talk to you about. The voice. You can hear the voice. And then the gifts. The three things. The aura, the voice, and the gifts. Or the presence. But if some of you here, your father is not here anymore. He died. He's not there in the house. You still have the gift. But the, the aura is gone. And you can't hear the voice anymore. Because your father is not there anymore. The best way to understand presence is to understand the presence of a person with you. And actually, it's not my message, but the Holy Spirit is probably leading me. Like, that is what you must desire. Your presence. If your presence don't go with us. That's why the Ark of the Covenant was the symbolic sign of God is with His people. When the other nations saw the Ark, they said, Ooh, You come my big mensa. weapons. They don't have proper weapons. They don't have the chariots. They don't have the shields. But that thing in front. Kabo Sheyakata. 
It is a sign of God is with them. And that thing can make miracles happen. Yes. Some years ago, Bishop Derek came to teach us in the sports center and he made an example of the vision that uh, Rick Joyner saw when the Lord was walking with the person so he was carrying the so he's carrying the bag then the bag became very was very light because the presence of God was with him as he was ministering but as he walked far he see gold there he see uh, members from the southern suburbs with money and then he moves away from the presence now the bag becomes heavy Lance make the bag heavy he's, he's suffering he's suffering but as soon as come this way come this way then as soon as he comes closer to the presence again then the bag is light again but then he sees sees money there and opportunities then he moves and the bag becomes heavy yeah it's the distance you move from the presence of God come Lance That's the presence. Now, spiritual things are spiritually discerned. Are you listening to me? One of the reasons why the church of Jesus Christ maybe couldn't grasp what I'm going to say to you today is because there's a lot of flesh in the church. As by your flesh and your As you met me, alles is nie van die geest nie. And it becomes not easy to always to distinguish. That's why you need mature Christians. Yeah. Sometimes I get frustrated when young new believers tell me how they have discernment of spirits. I ask, how do you know? I have to understand I say, wow. So they understand Who understands it for me? You see, there's the Holy Spirit is poured out in measure. I said on Friday night, you all have a measure of the Spirit. Some small, some tiny, some big. It's like when to describe it is almost like he said to Ezekiel, there's a river you can go ankle deep or you can go knee deep. We can go waist deep. We can go full out. See, so there's measures of the anointing in all of us. It was Jesus who carried the anointing without measure. The fullness of the God it was on him. The fullness. Satan couldn't defeat him. The fullness of the God. So we want the anointing. So we need to associate with anointed people. So that what is on them rubs off on us. Do you understand? Now there is a school of thought that says, niemand, zij moet niet zo achter een man van God aan het loop nie. School of thought. As hy mense wat onderscheidingsgeest het. One day an old sister, 
she was genuine in her heart, she, she recognized that I was always chasing after anointed men. Because I knew this thing just in my spirit. That I must associate with people that carry something powerful. You know? And then when, what happens when you associate with people that a lot, when you're in the presence of people a lot, you start to become like the people. As he met me. So they pratuk for example, if you take a young boy from a good home and he, and, he, and he moves maybe, say, from Peru and unfortunately must go live in Leiden. Yeah. And he must play with the light is there on the park and later then, towards you, he said, Zay, you ma, Zay. Zay, what is It is in his environment. So when I was, when we, when I started to flow with the anointed people or start to come close, we started to do similar things. Do for Mandy over me. So he said, What is Divad Yala Pratsu? Say mercy, forgive. What is this? Do you know what I mean? Because I don't know what I mean. I don't know what This is a very wrong perception in ministry. It's, it's from the devil. But the Lord gave me a I said, Mama! I become like the people who I admire and who I follow. And I have to say this in Afrikaans. Do you, you understand Afrikaans, Ria? Translate for the... Okay, I'll say it now in English. I'll say, except for Mama, Mama, I raak soos die mense, want ek is baie met hulle man. En weet Mama wat? Ek volg vir hulle. Mama is reg. Ek kan besluit om vir Mama te volg. Maar dan gaat ek het, net wat Mama het. Maar die man, as ek moet kies tussen mama en daiman, dan wil ek eire hee wat hy hee, want wat mama hee, oe jyre nie. Mama bid nou vier en vlam oom, my asoek, mama teks die geld, met sy splein toe. Wat sy kracht is daai, hy is mos hier die heilige geesie, hy is a potje gees man. Alright, for the English people. Hey, some stuff is better said in Afrikaans. Are you telling them what I said? That's the one difficulty about the church in Cape Town. We have to speak the heavenly language now and then. <laughs> let, me, let me get to the, the blessedness of the anointed voice. Are you all still here? Hallelujah. Now, a man of God has a voice. Amen. In Matthew 17 verse 1, six days Jesus take Peter, James, John. This is the transfiguration on the mountain. All right? When Elijah and Moses appeared. If you are good Christians, you should have come across this 
passage in the Bible. Six days, Jesus, Peter, James, John, his brother, and bringing him to a high mountain and was transfigured before them and his face shined like the sun. His raiment was white. Hey, this was a holy moment. And behold, they appeared unto them Moses and Elijah talking with them. Then answered Peter and said, Jesus, can we build a tabernacle for these three? But while he yet spake, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and behold, a voice out of the cloud said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. You must hear Him. Amen. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their face, and they were very afraid. Amen. So what happens here is that God is trying to make it clear to the disciples that there are other good people around, but there's a certain voice you must listen to. And that's the voice of the anointed that is cut out for your life and your ministry. Now, don't forget Elijah was anointed very heavy. Moses carried the presence, but they said... Uh, God wanted them to understand it is their man of God, Jesus, the Son of God that is with them now. Listen only to His voice. Are you here? Listen to Him. Because hearing a voice can change your life. Outsets emphasizes the listening of preaching. And today you'll understand why we go so on about by getting my didasco. This is a set of a lot of teachings. Part two is coming out soon, Pastor Charlie. You must get it quickly. And then audio podcast, you listen to my latest sermons. We constantly tell the people to listen to the shepherd's voice. Now I'm giving you what is spiritual about the voice. Amen. Why must you listen to your shepherd? You can listen to other pastors also, but your shepherd's voice is the main voice. You must listen to that more than any other person. Because the Lord supernaturally gives uh, a mother milk for the baby, right? It's not easy to take a baby and just put it on somebody else and say, because that person doesn't have the type of nutrients uh, in the breast for the baby. But the mother who gave birth, God also supernaturally supplies food with it, where the child was born. Isn't it wonderful? So the breast, so the spiritually speaking, the pastor that birthed you, also has the food to nurture you. Hallelujah. Yeah, and it is his voice. I had to come back from my many visits to Ghana and my interaction with Bishop Dag to teach my people. They also didn't know this. I said, you must listen to me. Now it's could sound almost like verwant, what's the Afrikaans? He's an Afrikaans man here. You see, and the devil, listen, the devil is real and he wants to confuse people. So it's almost like, but you see, the correct thing is that you, God has divinely appointed you to take care of the sheep. The sheep, yeah. Yeah. And they must drink from your breast. Yeah. Wonderful. So when I went to visit Ghana the first few times, 
I came back and I was so excited and I told these guys, hey, look here, young. The men of God. I mean, so they were now all just listening to tapes and listening and, and pictures on their posters. And, and the Holy Spirit said to me, this is the what the Owens do. Because I'm copying, you see. So I went to Bishop Dax again and I seen Bishop Dax was connected to Kenneth Hagen. It's a, it's a, he caught the anointing that was on Kenneth Hagen. The anointing transfers from men of God to other men of God. If you don't believe this, blame us with the circumstances. They will not unique salvation. They will not be unique salvation. They will not be unique salvation. They So I went there and I saw, yeah. Bishop Saki and Bishop Eddie. I'm now very good friends with these people by God's grace. I say, Hale Tani. Hale Tani. Kenneth Hagen is a print of all the discs. It hangs out in all the mirrors. Hale Tan Bishop Dad. The pastor that sammet all the days. They've got his picture on their walls. And they're listening to his messages. I think, wow. So I came back and I started to help them. They didn't do it out of spitefulness. They just, they are not taught properly. I said to them, I am your shepherd. Yeah. Bishop Dag is my shepherd. You can listen from him. I'll share with you. You know, but you must get it right. And I'm speaking to all of you from other churches. Wherever your pastor is, or your, whether it's a man or a woman, that is the woman or the man that has the breast milk for you. Are you hearing me? And a good pastor will obviously bring in other seeds for you also to, 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 to germinate there and to drink from. But the main food comes from the man that God puts over you because it's his voice that carries something for you. Yeah. Are you listening? And forget from you what hope and plek to sell nearance honey. Munish you hope and pastor to pastor ni. And any one of you that has a TV pastor as your father or so, you are all incorrect. I mean, so can you ni? I'll tell you, belangan you ni? You think this is class you man, I'll suck you give you ni. While he spoke, the cloud said, listen to his voice. Amen? So you must have this culture of hearing the voice of the anointed. Yeah. You can have the sound of the anointed with his anointing all the time. When we say the anointed, we're talking about the vessel, which is the person. Carries on him anointing. The person can't break anything. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke. Are you with me? The person is normal. The person is like you and me. But this... The respect and the honor we have is for that substance that is on the head and inside that person. Do you understand? Yeah. They were all taken to the top of the mountain so that they could learn this important principle. Listen to Jesus. Say amen. amen. To be anointed is very different from being appointed. You need the anointing and not the appointing. 
Because many pastors can be appointed, but they're not anointed. Since we started to put Burkis, we never did it. The Pentecostals never put Burkis, but also the American Pentecostal church, they came out with this Burkis, so we also flew with them. Now what's if a brain pastor a Burkis and said to Jesus? He's appointed. It doesn't mean that he's anointed. Are you hearing me? And it's good that we appoint, but it is God who anoints. I can put a lot of oil on you tonight. It doesn't mean that you are anointed. Yeah, it's just uh, a, a symbol of the oil is the anointed. It God, God will really decide what you get. That's why sometimes I lay hands on many people. Some openly receive. It's God, God decides that I can't. Sometimes I look for where the anointing is moving. Then I go to just work, but it's not me. It's nothing in me. I'm just... And also my wife, we married for 28 years yesterday. She will tell you, this is a good man. The blanket comes. That's, that's the moment of the unction to function. The power. Then you must respect it, you see. And you must be careful how you deal with anointed people. Because there's a protection on anointed people in Psalm 89. God will deal with you in a very bad way. Let me, let me help you with a voice. When people aim for appointment, it's not good. We need to hear the blessedness of the anointed voice. Why? Because number one, the voice of the anointed carries honor and glory for you. You that's listening to me, on you is coming honor and glory. Yesterday when I saw the Spirit fall on people, I recognized a lot of those people were my yalpas, my yalpas. That's been working with me for long. And I, and, I, and I realized that it's because of their admiration for me, their, their expectation that I carry something. Immediately they were affected by the move of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Doubtful people, check out the Jesus near He's a dove. He never forces himself. He comes on those who want it. Amen. Those who are gentle. Yes. So the first thing that will come to you is glory and, and honor. It's found in 2 Peter 1, 17. For he received from God the Father honor and glory. This is now explaining that trans- Peter is explaining in his book what he saw that day in Matthew. He said, when Jesus, Jesus' face changed because the honor and the glory of God came on him. What happened? A voice. He heard a voice. And the voice said, this is my beloved son. Listen to him. So the voice of God brought upon Jesus Christ Honor and glory. Hallelujah. And you also need honor and you need glory, isn't it? In ministry. If people don't receive you, if people don't honor you, your anointing can't work. People don't respect you. Nothing is going to work. You need honor and you need glory. Yeah. 
So hearing the voice of God will make all the difference in your life and in your ministry. It's the voice we need to hear. Glory to God. Now the voice can come through the scriptures. The voice can come through God himself speaking, which seldom happens. I don't know how many of you can put up your hand here to say, God spoke to me. I heard his voice. Who clings his step? So is Michael Jackson. Very few people will ever be able to say that. Amen. So how does God then speak to us? What is the voice of God? Hallelujah. So, hearing an anointed person's voice can also have a great impact on your life and your ministry. Why? Why would this hearing the voice of a man have an impact on another man? You know why? In Hosea chapter 12, verse 10 explains it to us nicely. Because God also speaks to us by his prophets and his anointed men. Actually, he uses these people to speak. Look at it. I have also spoken by the prophets. Who has spoken? Who has spoken by the prophets? God. God has spoken to you through people. Prophets were people. Amen. And I have multiplied visions and used similitudes by the ministry of the prophets. Go on. Next verse. It is their iniquity, Gilead, surely they are vanity, they sacrifice bullocks. Verse 12. Verse 13, sorry, go to verse 13. And by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. This is Moses. Amen. By a man. By a human being. And by a prophet. <coughs> Israel was preserved in the desert. Yes. You see, this is how God works. And one of the reasons we discovered why God uses human beings to carry his great power is because God doesn't like proud people. God resists the proud, he gives grace to the humble. For you to connect to another human being is very difficult. You can, it can only happen when you are a humble person. If you think you are just like me, Pride has to do with I'm just like you. There's nothing I can receive from you. Yeah. If Moses must appear here now, ooh, God say here, ooh, Moses, rock me on. You see, but now remember the people that was with them in that time. It's like you with me now in this time. It's the same thing. God still operates like this. Do you see? He said to, he said to, he said to Moses of Aaron, yeah, he said, Aaron will be to you a mouthpiece because you are afraid to speak. So I'm going to make Aaron your mouthpiece. So he will be to you like a mouthpiece, but you will be to him like a God. A man, a man, a murderer. I'm talking about Moses, a murderer. He had just murdered an Egyptian. But he carried, after 40 years running around in the desert, he now carries God's power. And God is telling them all. Even said of him of Pharaoh, Pharaoh will see you as a God. Yeah, because I will be with you. That's the thing. It's the presence of God with him. Hallelujah. So, by a prophet the Lord brought Israel out. And by a prophet, Israel was preserved. So, 
glory and honor can come to you just by hearing the voice. Are you hearing me? So start to listen to the voice of an anointed person. God is speaking by these prophets. Carefully handle the preaching, the chatting, the conversations, even the casual conversations. Most of the Bible is written where Jesus spoke to people by the fire, by the wayside, the woman at the well, yeah. It wasn't like sitting in a church and teaching. Most of the Bible. Nicodemus came to me in the night. And somebody must have sat close and took the notes. And in that is the revelation. A man must be born again. A man. It was just a conversation between two people. In, in it was the conversation when he spoke to the woman at the well. He told her, God is a spirit. <laughs> and they that worship him. Must worship him in spirit. And what a revelation. Was he taught in the church? No. Was a woman at the well, a Samaritan woman. And so many things. It was the blind man who was having this issue with Jesus when he said to the Pharisees, we know God doesn't listen to sinners. So that man can't be a sinner. He must be a righteous man. It's in the Bible. So it's, it's interactions, casual conversations. Walking and talking. You see, that makes a man of God like, Ah, he's so good. He's a pastor, he's a man, he's so good. Hey! If you understand the power of anointing in a voice, it could be something casual. You must pay attention to it. Are you hearing me? Yes, it's very important. That we must understand the principle that the glory and the honor will come to you when you hear the anointed voice. Because the anointing brings honor. Yesterday I was telling the crew how it started in my ministry. Unknown nothing. Now, invited to other countries. And the reception at airports is huge. I was a school teacher by profession. My children didn't want to come to school. Yeah. They were forced because their parents paid school fees. But if they had a choice, they wouldn't come. In the mornings, I used to do, I used to practice my preaching power with them. I said, it's first devotion. Then I get lost because I'm a powerful pastor. But I'm... I'm still working there, so I preach. Hey, then, I, then, I, then after half an hour, I say, hey, we have to do mathematics. Then some of the girls say, sir, oh, you're teaching so powerful. <laughs> Don't stop now. Don't stop now. Then I say, serious? I say, oh, I feel it. And then I go on. <laughs> then after two hours, hmm, I had one boy in my class. His name was Jerome. 
I don't know how he got into my class. I was teaching a grade seven or something. The guy couldn't read or write or anything. They, he kept moving. You know, if you fail, they move you over. But you can only fail a number of times. So he was already big in that class. And then as I was teaching, early in the morning, he would come to my desk. He asked me three questions every day. Must I tell you what he asked me? The first question Jerome asked me when I came there, Mania. It was Afrikaans I was teaching. Mania. Jerome, what is it? Mania, when is the first pause? Said Jerome, it's not long, man. Okay. Then, later in the midsection, then he comes again. Mania. Mania. I said, Jerome, what is it? Mania, when is the pause? And you want to know what was the last question? You really want to know? Mania, when is the ice to hunt? I'm telling you that to say I was teaching, but there was no glory, there was no honor, nothing. And the pay packet was not even great to brag about. But when the Lord anointed me, I landed on places where the people waited for me with expectation. I spoke to a guy from Congo yesterday at a restaurant when I took my wife for a Gatsby. It was our anniversary, so we shared a Gatsby. Cut in four, I took three parts, she had one. So I was talking to him. Every time I come to restaurants, you know, they, they hire the foreign people because they, they serve nicer than South Africans. They are not so rude like us. So they said, then, I, then my wife always asked them, from what country are you? Then when they say, then I say, I was in your country. It's Zimbabwe, Mozambique, you name it, uh, DRC, Congo, yeah? The glory and the honor. And then when I come, then there are special treatments. Special treatments. It's not like normal. Sometimes I used to, I didn't like this thing when people clap their hands when I come because all the people in the plane is now looking. I couldn't handle the glory and the honor. Even my children, when you used to come home, they stand on the airport. Ah, yarala ras. I said, hmm, tidang monik change. You see, yeah, so I had another move, drop and go. When we landed in Ghana now, we were taken, Jason was testifying about it. We were taken to VIP. VIP special where the presidents go through when they come. You don't, you get off the plane. You don't go with the people. A special car is waiting for you. A special car. And when they see you, you are escorted to air-conditioned room. Then they go do your passports. They do everything for you. Just later they come and say, right. Your transport is here. I said, hey, if you know where I come from, if you only know from Eitzach, which was called Smokelsach, to give me this glory and this honor. You know what happened was, I constantly listened to the voice of an anointed man. 
And as that voice was playing over and over again, the, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. That's how I catch the anointing. Yeah. So now the signs of the anointing is that I'm away. I was in Kenya some years ago with my friend, Pastor Jimmy. And when I preached there, after I came off the stage, he said to me, hey, you're anointed, bro. You're anointed. You see, they, they could see the sign of the anointing. When we go anywhere and that people meet us, they say, they run like, he's Pastor Chris, he's here. Do you think my children wanted to take pictures with me? I'm explaining to you how the anointing brings you glory and honor. Yeah. I sat in the car with Archbishop Duncan Williams. I sat in the car. I sat next to Benin. I had a chat with him. I spoke a few words. Not on TV. But yeah. So Rome wanted only three things. Monia, wanneer kan ik weg van jou afgaan? Ik wil niet bij jou visie, man. Wanneer zij is nog aan tijd? I was, what country was that? Oh, I was in Kumasi in Ghana. It's the middle of Ghana. I was asked to stay on after the conference to preach. So I went with this guy. By that time, the oil had already fallen on me. And uh, he was just casually, casually, casually carrying. There were three guys traveling with me and him, you know. They tried their best to honor. But the car had no air conditioner. And Ghana is hot. So I thought to myself, Ek moet uit die kar reklam, man. Ek gaan sweet, man. Ek kan nie so by die plek kom, he. Maar ek moet nou nie om beskoffies met die, man. Ek moet hom mooi verduidelik. And he agreed that, okay, we change. So after the first meeting, yeesh, the Holy Spirit's power came into the place. People just started shouting and screaming. Wat ek daar afkom, die persoon sê, niemand vat aan die man, he. Nobody will, try, will take this man anywhere. He's driving in my car. The car with the air conditioning. I say, He tell the two guys that were with me, you're coming here, me. You're coming here, Timan. Timan, Mutalin, Satiso. Yeah. He said, he said to, I said to him, brother, don't. It's no. He said, no, 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 pastor. I, I say this, Lord forgive if it's blasphemy. He said, I did not know I was transporting the Holy Spirit. I did not know I was transporting. No man. I fought. What was his name? Jeffrey or something. I fought with him. I said, Jeffrey, look. I was trying to get into some other more comfortable vehicle. Said, no, 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 Pastor. You, no, nobody. Nobody must drive you. There came such an excellent voice. Go back to that scripture from heaven that will bring you glory and will bring you honor. Now look, some of you don't realize the people you have met and the people you have encountered, even the way you look. What is the good that you See? Glory and honor is coming. 
Die arbeid het eerst teruggestaan, want nou is hy voorin. Sit down. Opportunities to, to become, is amper soos die Heere lig jou uit jou armoede en jou elende. You start this a, a bit of self-worth that comes on you. Because the shine, the, the Lord's glory will shine on your face. These guys, Lance, them didn't look like this. It is the, it is one thing changed them, a voice. A voice. You see, if you don't understand this, you will not catch it. Your pride will keep you from receiving anything. Because you say, now you can I stem and I say, Christian. You make a mistake. You make a mistake. And that's one of the reasons I think that I found favor in Bishop's eyes because he could see my admiration for him was very high. Because I first heard him on the tape, I never saw the face. I heard the tape and it's like the Lord drew me to the tape. I listened over, over, over again. I even preached it. The curse of the victory. I'll never forget the first message. The curse of the victory. When the Lord said to the victory, let no man ever eat fruit from you again. I preached it and there was a pastor, a brother in the meeting. I didn't know three days later he was going to turn his back on me, stab me in the back with a, with, a, with a spiritual knife. I said to him, I used him as an example. I said, may no man ever eat from you again. This was an example and it became true. He was a singer, a keyboard player, worship leader, everything. It was the, the day he stabbed me in the back was the last day anybody heard his voice in the church again. Casual speaking from the voice. From the voice. I have the same problem that Jesus had because I move amongst my own people of Nazareth. You see, it's so hard to receive. But it's the Godfrey's in, 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 in Kenya, in Kumasi, that will say, let nobody climb in this vehicle. See, I, I did not know I was transporting the Holy Ghost. God forbid. You must understand it in the context of what I'm saying. The blessedness of the voice. I listen to so many other pastors. I listen to an array of pastors. But it seems like my ears are always drawn to my, the anointed voice for me. Somebody has a voice for me. Like, there are many people, but listen to this one. It's I've organized him for you. For you. The blessedness. Yes. The voice of the anointed number two carries the spirit, carries the gift of the spirit. Ezekiel 2 verse 2, the spirit entered me when he spoke unto me. Put that spoke in, a, or put it in a NLT, then you make it big so the people can see. Hallelujah. The spirit came into me as he spoke and he set me on my feet. I listened carefully to his words. When did the spirit transfer to Ezekiel? When he heard a voice. Are you hearing me? So you people who never have time to listen to a preaching or replay the podcast or sit and watch a video of preaching, 
you, you, you're not getting any voice speaking to you. You can't just have seven the land or the news speaking to you all the time. You need a spiritual voice. Are you with me? Because the Spirit came into me as He spoke unto me. Then also read Acts 10.44. Peter spoke these words. Even Peter was saying these things. The Holy Spirit fell upon those who were listening to the message. This is the, I'm talking about the blessedness in the anointed voice. So this is what happens with preaching. When we preach the gospel, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, a sinner suddenly decides, I'm finished with my old life. I want to come to serve the Lord. How is it possible that a man speaks for 20 minutes with a mic and a, and a guy who lived for 40 years as a devil suddenly decides he wants to stop change. He wants to end he wants to end this lifestyle and he wants to come commit his life to Christ to turn around. You know what happened was the words that come from my mouth or any preacher that's preaching, the words out of the mouth, it's spirit. It's anointed and it is life. So it will change a person. It's not just words. It's the blessedness of the anointed voice. The blessedness. It depends how you receive it. You see? That's how it will change you. It's full of anointing and full of power. It carries the gift of the Spirit. Hallelujah. And this is how Ezekiel received the Spirit when the voice spoke to him. Hallelujah. This is also how I listened to the tapes. And that is how I believe I also caught the anointing. And I was saying it's the red book. Catch the anointing that explains that process of the anointing. Are you still around? Yes. The voice number three of the anointed carries not just glory and honor, but promotion. Amen. How many of you would like a promotion in life? Yes. yes. It will come to pass if you listen diligently unto the voice of the Lord. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. If you listen diligently to the voice, there's the voice. <coughs> but, uh, the King James uses the voice. It shall come to pass if you shall hearken diligently unto the voice. Unto the what? The voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments. That the Lord will set thee high above the nations. Glory to God. Yes, Moses asked them to listen to his voice. And it will guarantee a higher level above the nations around them. Promotion in ministry depends on your ability to obey and hear the voice of God. Hallelujah. You won't stay where you are. You're going to go higher. Amen. That's promotion. That's promotion. I've seen it. I see it every day in the life of these people who believe me. I see God lifting them higher and higher and higher and higher. Small school children who came here with nothing. That time, now the ears blow, that time it was in flexels. But God is lifting people. Whereas the humility, the humility to accept the voice, the anointed voice. You see, he said, if you obey, if you listen to the voice, you must do what is being told to you. You see, when I say the voice, it's not just the... It's not just the audibility of the voice. It's the commandments that are coming from the voice. Are you with me? Don't do this. Do this. Be here. Don't be there. Be here. We're going here. We're going there. Say, ah, 
I'll do it. Promotion. Promotion will be yours. Because the voice is the, the spirit comes through the voice. It's the vehicle that the spirit comes. I see God lifting people. I had some visions as I was preparing for this. I shared some of it yesterday. God is now working strongly in my life through visions. Small pictures. One split second pictures. But it all has meaning. It all has meaning. I saw a woman with a yellow overall working, cleaning, bent over. She's stubby. She's dark skin. And she had also yellow band over her head. It's my vision. So in Zechariah, when the Lord gave him the vision of the, of the light, the candlelight and the two olive trees, he asked the Lord, what does this mean? And then the Lord had to explain to him what it meant. So some of these pictures are just snaps. It's not people, there's no movement. It's just somebody. And the Lord said, there will be workers in the house of God. Yesterday he showed me pillars. When I saw the thick pole planted. Then I saw the red tent. He said, there'll be people who will make this place a place to stay. Their dwelling place. They'll sleep here. Yeah. But today, was this, mo this morning, I, early morning, I got the vision of the woman with a yellow, yellow, yellow. I see many people with yellow color. I don't know what the yellow means. But it was, it was significant. Because he said, there shall be workers. She was cleaning. There shall be workers in the tabernacle. Workers for God. Not to clean, to work for the Lord. I prophesy that you will be transformed into someone else. Maybe you were just an onlooker. But God is transforming you into a worker. You will forget about all your other ambitions and the things you wanted to achieve in life. You will become a worker for God. And you will give the rest of your life to work for the Lord and the Lord will take care of you. You shall have no need for income or for money or for things. God will take care of you. You will be a worker. Receive it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Number four, the voice of the anointed carries establishment. Not just promotion, but you will be established. And they rose early in the morning, 2 Chronicles 20, 20. They rose early in the morning and they went forth into the wilderness of Tokoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, of, of an inhabitant of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God. You shall be established. Believe in his prophets and you will prosper. Amen. The voice of the anointed brings establishment. Hallelujah. Just like it did to King Jehoshaphat. As he listened to and obeyed the voice of the prophet. You were going to need a little push in the ministry. So that you can be established. Are you listening?
This is very crucial. In this scripture, we understand the beautiful teaching that you need two things. You need establishment, but you need a little push forward. Bishop Dag writes in his book, he calls it Aman and Chalak. Aman and Chalak. Believe in the Lord your God and you will be established. You see. Now this is the problem. So the church that I come from, they only understood up to establishment. Very good church. They teach you the basics. You know the word of God. But when it comes to prophets or human beings with power and anointing, no, 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 they didn't want that. No, 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 no. They were almost afraid, you know. You know what's the danger is that there are false prophets because the Bible says there are false prophets. But the problem with Christianity is that we are so afraid of the false prophets, we, we paint everybody a false prophet. So the real people that were sent to you, you miss it. You miss God when He came to visit you. And that's what the, the people in the day of Jesus did. They were just looking for some false prophet all the time. When he came, the Bible says they couldn't even receive him. He came to his own, but his own received him not. But as many as received him. So, pretty my brother, Pastor Clint is not here. Pastor Clint is, is like, a lot of people talk about him because the many other great things that he does, just the way he kind of acknowledges the anointing on my life is something that you, you don't find anywhere in the world. Like a brother who played with me in the street. I, had, I fought with him a few times. I beat him up, by the way, because he was smaller. <laughs> I used to fight more people that he made trouble with. Because I used to protect him a lot. I was always in trouble. Then we have to come. Superman, Spider-Man. But when he speaks, he will tell you, this man... He is anointed. My own flesh and blood. Then the other pastors, I was in a meeting the other day, the two of us, a big meeting, and the pastor called us one side. He said, he's never seen anything like this in the city before. That a brother would acknowledge. Both of you, he said, the way you acknowledge one another was amazing. It's like you, you acknowledge the anointed. And that he's, he has this thing. He's glad he came. You know, Pastor Clint is a man of honor, not just, not just in talk, in word, in genuine. So you say, uh, I'm glad I came from the same womb as my brother. Now you see, most church people would say, That's why most church people have nothing. They've got nothing. And that young man who I used to protect, he travels the globe. He's respected by high-class people. Yeah, he preaches on huge platform. He said, "Zay nog altijd van Yalsis Rafi tot Easter Rafi daar is u ver zay gegaan." Maar zay wil vir oor sê hoe verkeerd is oor. Die jaren moet jou jaap wie zay. Dan zet hij als een Uber nie. As die cheap taxis waar hulle sê, as nog plek vir drie, skyf lekker mama. Wat noem hulle my, daar wat die laptop, daar is een laptop, zij sit op die laptop. 
People are lunatics. Some days ago, my wife and myself, we were blessed by Sister Christina to be invited to her 70th birthday at a very nice restaurant, very expensive restaurant. Ah, 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 I'm not sure. And fortunately, we were sitting by a retired nurse. And as we spoke to this nurse, she, we, my wife wanted to know what hospital, where, where. She didn't want to tell us. She kept, I don't know what she said. No, but she said, what And so she showed like this. I think for myself, what is this? So she said, I wasn't talking to my wife, is talking, but I'm eating by this expensive restaurant. Because the food is nice. <laughs> then she said to my wife, I work with the mentally ill patients. Alla sick van the. But ladies and gentlemen, I wasn't talking, but I couldn't resist. Sister, he is most an expert and he flat. And he is, and you are also in the church. Would you agree with me that many of our church people need to come to hospital? She said, It is true, it is true, it is true. Look, listen to me, listen to me. If you think I'm joking. You need to look at where are you in your life? Where are you? And where do you want to go? So the simplicity is that look at someone that has already gone where you want to go. Then you ask that person, Oh bro, how can you say that you so many people to sit and say that? You can't say that you have to do it. You can't say laptop taxi driver. And I'm not being rude or facetious. I'm, I'm just trying to make it clear to you. You need to go places, but you will not go because your mind is, is you need that sister. Where's that sister? <laughs> sit down, sit down, guys, so people can't see. You can stand later. Yeah. Are you with me? You will get promotion through the anointed voice. But now, yeah, establishment, establishment. So, <clears throat> You learn, you learn from the Lord. Now, this, this, you need, you need the twin engine. You need the prophet, and you need God. Are you with me? He says, "Believe in the Lord your God." Make that yellow, please, at bottom section. Believe in the Lord, you will be established. Believe in the prophet, and you shall prosper. I'm, I'm, I'm I've prospered because a, a prophet has pushed me forward. Shall like me? Okay. Now you get the people who say, "Nee." But this scripture is God allowed it to us to see that 
you must believe in God because if you only believe in a prophet, then the prophets can lead you astray. Uh-huh. You must have the balance. If you only believe in God, you will be nicely established. You will know the doctrines, you see, but your humility prevented you from receiving from a man. And God wants you to be humble because God lifts humble people up. But the proud people, He presses down. Yeah? So the believing in the prophet is the test of your humility. Yeah? And then what happens is by believing in the prophet, after the establishment, you get a little push forward. You, you come forth. You come forth strongly. Hallelujah. I'm not the only pastor in Delft. There's many pastors. But not all of them have what I have by God's grace. You know what it was? I met the prophet who gave me a little push. Because I didn't say, I don't God, man. I don't Maar God het ook sy agente en hy wil het sy met jou verneder dat sy jy stootsie kan kree in die lewe. Don't you all need that stootsie? Don't you all need it? And it's, a, it's mysterious, you can't explain. Your poverty comes to an end. Your sikkel rekord tot die einde. I'm talking about genuine anointing. Real anointed men would measure it's, it's like you can do supernatural things for us to build this building in Delft with no connections and no white people's help is supernatural supernatural yeah that the owner who brought us the bricks he couldn't charge us he, 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 when he had to write the invoice he wrote his own name he said from me to me. <laughs> he told me I'm going to give you a discount. Blah, blah. Then the day that the, the trucks came, I said, show me the invoice. He, gave, he wrote his name from him to him. All the <laughs> But it's not... It's not that they like me. They don't know me. It's something, it's a little push. My pastor has buildings like this, much bigger, of course. So you see, that drop of that anointing. I don't have to get the full measure. Not the bitchy. If you don't understand English, just tell the neighbor, bitchy means it's a little. They say, suck not the bitchy. You just need a little push. And you're going to get it by your constant listening to the voice. To the voice. To the voice. Now what the devil sometimes does, he makes you um, uh, be careful for that thing. You see? It was like, you know what happens sometimes? I've, I've been listening to my pastor so many, many times. Then I want to go a little bit to listen to other people just because I'm listening to the voice. But I realize that this voice is an anointed voice for me. I can listen to Kenneth Hagen. I listen to Catherine Kuhlman. I listen a little to Benny Hinn. I listen to other preachers. But I find myself coming back to my father all the time. Because the voice 
is anointed for my promotion, for my establishment, for my chalaking to propel me forward in the ministry. Now listen carefully to me, people. You must never think that the position you are in is not going to change. I'll blade you in. What will you say? I will say your name. That's why I'm going to say it. I'll say it Wendy. I'll say it in your place. I'll say it in Ken zij die kracht van God, mevrouw? Hij zei tot Saul, Samuel put the oil on him and said, You will be turned into another man. He couldn't speak. He couldn't preach. You will be turned into another man. By this oil on your head. You'll be done. The Bible says when he came back home, there were prophets standing there. They were prophesying. This is a non-church man from the tribe of Kish. And he walked in between them. And he also started to prophesy. They said, is this not so? The son of Kish. He was kind of old man. He is a kirk man. Look at the prophecy. The anointing. The oil will change you. You need that little push. But your pride will keep you from receiving it. Because you said, no. Listen, it God's system, but God through His prophets, and you're not receiving. You were cancelled out. You missed it because the anointed voice is coming. Is coming. Peter was there on the island. He said, "Yeah, this quite God's man." And the voice, the voice. No, 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 Peter. Listen only to Jesus. He's the one I sent for you. He's the one I sent for you. You'll be established in the Lord and you will go forward. Now listen to me, people. The anointing is already moving, but just, just give me a minute. It's going to flow. I don't want to have all the glory, the honor, for a promotion and the establishment myself. I want to see my friends, my children. I want to see you and you and you promoted and established. There's no greater joy for the anointed man to see the fruits of his voice coming through. When Richard came to testify this morning, how they refused him at the fire department. But he played the tape. Reversible faith by Pastor Chris Ross. That God can reverse any situation. Even though it is already done. Maybe the answer is already no. The tape told him that God can reverse anything. He got a call. 
I remember he coming to tell me, he said, Pastor, I wasn't successful. I said, don't be afraid. The Lord knows what he's doing. And then, by some divine movement, they said, they realized they, they need more of the people they already said, no, please come back. We are reversing our decision. The decision that was no is now turned into a yes. And this, the God that did it for Richard is the same God that can do it for you. God is not a racist. God is no respecter of person. God respects his principles and his laws. If you apply the law, if you receive the anointed voice, the same thing that happened to those who were pushed forward will happen to you. I was pushed forward. You will also be pushed forward. In the name of Jesus. And you know, this is just the beginning. I found a new way of living and I'm not going to go back to my old way. I have made my choice forever. Glory to God. Glory to God. All my haters and my naysayers, all I must do is love and understand that they don't understand. That's all. I'm not here to fight to disprove anybody wrong. I'm just here to say, maybe they don't understand. They don't understand. If you don't believe the words I say, just believe the works you see. Glory to God. Glory to God. And I told my church, be awake, be awake, be awake. Things are changing. We are, we are, we are, we are being promoted. Yeah. On the 23rd of October, many churches will come here to pray because they, they said there was nothing here, but now there's something. We can gather here. Glory to God. The Lord is pushing you forward. Let me, let me get closer to the end. Are you still around? The voice of the anointed carries doctrine, correction, reproof, and instruction. Are you hearing me? 2 Peter 1.21 The prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Yes. Holy men of God spoke. This is how the Bible was written. It's the words of man that the Holy Ghost moved over. That's why when your pastor or your prophet is speaking, it's the same thing. The Holy Spirit is speaking through him. Listen to 2 Timothy 3.16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. So the voice of the anointed carries the scripture. Hallelujah. As the voice carrying the scripture comes to you, you will receive instruction, correction, reproof, doctrine. The scripture is equally a prophecy and it is heavily anointed. As you receive the voice that carries the scripture, expect to receive the instruction, reproof, and great wisdom. Hallelujah. Now let me just say this. Proud people can't take a rebuke. Then they also go. I had a pastor that was doing very well with me. 
until the day I rebuked him. You see, the voice of the anointed carries with it rebu- rebuke, correction, and reproof. Yeah. So if you are too proud, you can't take a rebuke. Pastors that are afraid to rebuke their people, that people mustn't be close to leadership. I don't rebuke everybody. No, no, no. But my, my, if you want to be in the circle where I'm operating, you must be able to receive a rebuke. Are you with me? Otherwise, we can't go anywhere. And van jylle, is so sensitief, ne? A vlieg kan nie op jou neer sit. En as jy a brie neer sit, dan kan twee vlieg nie daar. And that is why you also miss it. You see? Because it's, it's not just nice. I'm not here prophesying nice things. You make a mistake. You make a mistake. Prophesy. Ek sien die Heere skuld. Skryf jou skuld af. Halleluja. As daar drie maal mense wat sal skryf. Amen. Hy gaat jou skuld morgen afgeskryf word. Halleluja. Ha! Wat sê, brother? Brother, sy moet een bykie jou tannenbosel, brother. Sy bid die oor my, maar die klank slak my, brother. Trek jou nekjes aan. Dus... I had to tell my, a lot of my people how to dress. Yeah. How to, the, the voice, the, the blessedness of the voice. So, nie, man, nie so, trek vir jou baan. Kijk hoe, van hulle, ek kan nou vanaan vir hulle, as die draad t-shirts. But generally, I, I, I will even tell them how to wear. Now you think, hey man, dis moes jou tronkie. Sy sien, sy verstaan niks, man. Don't speak like that. Don't do that. Don't sing like that. Don't. It's, these singers, they, they, don't do, they, they can't just do what they want to do. They can't just sing what they want to sing. No, 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 no. We are not playing jokes. This is not concert here. There is some night where we have what you call wooden mic concert. That's just right. Make me what they will make. For lati, os lachos klai ona. But when it comes, when it comes to the work of God, there's a voice that you must listen to. And many of you should be ministering here if you can only handle the, the voice of rebuke and correction. You can't have a big church if you're not a strong leader. A nice brother, nice, nice. You see, time is so short. It's not come to do things in the proper fashion but you need Jesus rebuked Peter when Peter was trying to prevent him from going to uh, the cross he turned around he called him Satan I haven't called any of my people Satan yet I still want to be like Jesus I'm looking for someone He said, get behind me, Satan. Peter Chekuk, you're a I am the rock, and the church will be built on me. He said, now he said, I have made my wolf. Now I must wolf, man. I was appointed, but not anointed. Because I couldn't discern 
that Satan was trying to use me to prevent the sacrifice. To prevent the sacrifice. You know, I was preparing this anointed conference and then my secretary saw it fall over my anniversary date. She said, oh, we can't do it there because it's your anniversary. I said, what's the problem? You want to prevent me from sacrificing my anniversary? You want to, are you like Peter that wanted to prevent Jesus from going to the cross? I stopped short of calling her Satan. Because Satan was a ma man. I said, you the devil's mother-in-law. See, the way our churches was run in the past with this democratic way and this board and it's not biblical. It's not biblical. There's a voice that will guide things. A voice. God will be that voice that will speak through the set man for the church. And your establishment, your promotion, everything is in that voice if you can receive it. Amen. Stand just for a minute. Stand for a minute. I thought I sent you there. I thought I sent you there. Just pray for a minute. I'm just going to speak for a few more minutes, but I want you just to pray about what I said now. The blessedness of the anointed voice. Your promotion is coming. Your establishment is coming. You will be like the woman in the yellow, the woman in the yellow, the worker. God is releasing a worker here tonight. Mate shota la makate shetere. Rupata shetere. Shepere bere bere bere. Mala mokata shetere bababa. The blessedness of the voice. Pray that you hear that voice. It's coming to you. The voice is coming to you. Hallelujah. You may be seated. You may be seated.
Just give me a few more minutes. Are you still here? I told you if you needed to go earlier, you had to go a long time, but now the doors are locked. Amen. The blessedness of the transference of spirits. Short, short, short. I told you now the blessedness of the voice. You must hear the voice. Now a spirit is going to be transferred to you by the laying on of hands. It's a, it's a basic doctrine in Hebrews chapter 6. The laying on of hands. But I will explain it to you. Alright? If you read your Bible carefully, you will see that no one ever became anointed until this person related properly with another anointed person. It's in the Bible. You name anybody. Joshua? Moses. Timothy? Paul. Elisha? Elijah. And yesterday we looked at modern people. Benin, Kuman, Bonke, George Jeffries. All of them. There's a connection somewhere. Uh, T.L. Osborne, he will tell you where his connection was. And all of them. All these modern guys. David Ayedepo, the, the pastor with a big church. He will tell you Kenneth Hagen. Many, many sons came from Kenneth. Kenneth Hagen's was a huge man of God. Our church actually prevented us from reading Kenneth Hagen's books many years ago. You see how the devil kept things away from us. I remember one of the elders said, many demands a book Alisi. And I missed it. But Dagwood Mills is a son of Hagen. Uh, Kenneth Copeland is a son of Hagen. Uh, Jerry Savial, all that guys. All that, that five-fold ministers, who, the prosperity guys, they're all Kenneth Hagen's sons. Although Kenneth Hagen wasn't a prosperity teacher. Yeah, but Dagwood Mills is a great example. Then, Ayedepo. Ayedepo. And then the sons of Ayedepo. Paul Anenche. Uh, David Ibiomi, the biggest church, the five-hand, five-finger church of God. Five finger church of God. 120,000 seats. <laughs> son of David Ayedipo. David Ayedipo, son of Kenadaiga. It's a transference of spirits. Seldom will there be like a new anointing in the earth. Rodney Howard Brown, when he came to Cape Town, he anointed many young people in the three arts meeting. Among them were pastors that is now pastors of churches. They don't, they don't know, they didn't understand the transference, how it works. So they won't say, but if you trace it back, you say, oh, a transference. Yes, mentals fall. Things are transferred. So if you want to be a superman on your own, you probably will get nothing. You need to humble yourself to find, that's why Pastor Klindros' ministry is also propelled like he's a good example of Mike Murdoch without being ashamed to say it I don't know if there was ever one preaching I ever preached in this tabernacle where I didn't mention Bishop Dag's name it's just it's just that's the proper transference of spirits proper proper do you see you mustn't be ashamed if you say Pastor Chris Ross in your church don't be ashamed about it Are you listening to me? You need to identify your stream and your source. Yeah. 
the river where you drink from. That's why independent people, but Jacob, you sit, you don't really want to commit. It's not so. Ooh, I'm not a photo of that you. You're wasting your life on frivolous things. So nice in the kingdom. There is joy in the kingdom. There is peace. Ron Canoli said, in the kingdom. Isn't it? And what else did he say? There is love in the kingdom. Isn't it? What else? There's, there's so much in the kingdom. There's salvation in the kingdom. Yeah. The Afrikaans said it too. It's lekker to do it. It's lekker. to do it. I'm going to do it. You see, church can become culture. It's for us in the evening. It's for us in the evening. for us Daarna gaat ons slaap zo voor drie uur. In de van die maand, het was nachtmaal. Oeh, tijdens mag het niet mis. Is het waar? Dan lach je, want je weet hoe je maakt. Je maakt niet kijken, maar tijdens die nachtmaal, daar kan ons niet wegblijven. It's culture. But there is joy in the kingdom. There is peace in the kingdom. There is so many things in the kingdom. Hallelujah. When we, when we do that introductory song, we say, Holy Spirit, movement, we say, let this joy flow through you now. Don't be sad. Jesus makes you glad. The devil makes you mad and the devil makes you sad. But Jesus makes you glad. And Jesus is real. He's a real person. And not just a name. His name has power. But when you, when you, when you meet him, really, he, he changes your life. It's unexplainable. You think, you see, the pleasure of the world is only for a short while. You see, young people, they try drugs and they try, they try so many avenues. Maar hulle sê, nou het weekie. Hulle blij gerook en hulle is maar en hulle lach vir alles. But that, that doesn't last. Then your mother is struggling to get you to a rehab, to get you off. Zij was so onnooslik. Hulle het vir jou gesê, hoe gaan sy lyk? Maar zij wil het self getraai. Nou praat ek nie. Waarvoor lang sê jy? Zij is gerook man. You didn't know you can laugh in the kingdom? You can have joy in the kingdom? Ek wacht vir hom om te speel, maar hy kan nie die woorde onhoud en sê, vrou, slaap herens. Ja. Everything is in the kingdom. You don't need to. You don't need to. Go try the world. Sy wil eerst drink. Sy wil eerst voel hoe sy het om dronk te raak. Do not be drunk with wine. Do not, do not. That's dissipation and excess. 
maar ik kan voor jou ander wijn gee as a heilige geest wijn sy Holy Spirit wijn sy sal nog hier na my toe loop en as sien sy na toe skief loop sy alleen sy onder die kracht as sy joy in the Holy Ghost righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost that's the kingdom of God Righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God. Don't you rather a part of the kingdom? Don't you want to be a part of the kingdom? I'm asking you, don't you want to be a part of the kingdom? Come on! Come on, everybody. Don't you want to be a part of the Don't you want to be a part of this Ask your neighbor. Don't you want to be a part of this kingdom? Say, come on. Come on, everybody. I'm so glad I'm an heir of the kingdom. So glad I'm an heir of this kingdom. I'm an heir of this kingdom. Come on, everybody. One more time. Righteousness. Righteousness. Peace. Joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God. Righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God. Don't you want to be? Don't you want to be a part of His kingdom? Don't you want to be a part of His kingdom? Don't you want to be a part of His kingdom? Come on, All right. everybody. All right, sit quickly, sit quickly. Listen, the gift of God comes from above. Amen? Read your Bible carefully. You will see that when God decides to give you His anointing, He will direct you to an anointed person. Are you, are you following me? It is true that this good and perfect gift comes from above, but God has chosen to place His mantle on human beings. Say amen if you believe it. Somehow God does not seem to want to create a new anointing, but rather to share and redistribute, to pass on and divide anointings that is already in the earth. Let me give you a biblical example. When John the Baptist was using an old anointing, it was the anointing of Elijah. Even Jesus confirmed that the anointing on John is the anointing of Elijah. Yes. Two prophets in the book of Revelation will be carrying the anointing of Moses and Elijah. In Revelation, it says there will be two prophets that will appear that will carry the mantles of Elijah and Moses. It's a transference of spirits. Are you listening? You can't escape this reality that God is transferring anointings from people to people. God is the initiator. He decides who gets the gift. I can pray for you, but it is you must ask God for the anointing. Amen. You can wear my clothes. You can serve me. These are all good keys, but it doesn't mean doesn't guarantee that you will receive the anointing. You can even bring an offering. It really doesn't really work like that. Hands can be laid on you. It still won't guarantee that you will catch the anointing. It is God who took the anointing on Moses and put it on Seth. Moses couldn't decide who that anointing must go to. God took his anointing and he distributed 
I think the, the main thing is let your heart be right. Because the Bible says God looks at the heart. God doesn't look to the face. In my church, they didn't choose me, Nocham. My church, yeah. I, I, was, I, I felt that God had called me, but nobody recognized me. When I met my beautiful wife as my beloved, uh, I also didn't, can, I couldn't tell her that I feel God is calling me. Because they were not seeing me. There were other guys sitting here. They had to go to Bible school. You know how the system works. They, they didn't know how anointing is caught. They wear Bible school jackets. Blue, royal blue. Then on the back, Bible school. When they come in in the evenings, they sit in the front. We, small boys, we must sit there at the back. But I knew God had given me something. I just couldn't find somebody to see it. But I, I realized now, it was the same with Jesus. It was Nicodemus who came and said, you, you are a man from God. No man can do these things. Are you with me? Yeah. Sometimes when my wife is angry with me, she says, but I always knew at the prince he made one comment that made him see I will receive something it was one of the few my mother was actually the main person to say to me you, you are called yes she, when, before she died she made the statement she said to me many are called but few are chosen The people that were sitting appointed, but not anointed. I didn't have the Bible school. I didn't have that, but my heart. God was looking at my heart. Are you, are you, are you ready to give all to me? Are you ready to be marked? To be laughed at and mocked and scoffed. Yeah. It's also the price. The anointing doesn't come cheap. It's a price. The people who don't see you, they will laugh at you. Hey, it was not easy. I couldn't sing well. I didn't make the choir. They put me in the back when there's no mics. I sang falsetto. couldn't preach well but well they didn't know because I didn't have a blue jacket I was just sitting there like some of the people at the back but my, I had a desire for God when the preachers used to preach I used to admire them and I used to say I also want to be like that one day and you see the great call of God comes through a desire you don't need it's not Bible school Bible school helps you we have a Bible school it helps you but it's, it's, it's your heart is your heart drawn to God? Are you with me? It was one of the youth leaders that called me out one day. I don't think they wanted to laugh at me. Say, come, can you say something? And I came. But I said, I, I don't want to say, I want to sing something. Actually, look, you, you, you already made me a fool. 
I'm already a fool to all of you, so let me be a bigger fool. I'll be a fool for Christ. Whose fool are you? Ek vat hy gitaar. Ek, my maat my so'n blik gitaartje gekoop van my verjaarsdag. So I learned three chords. And I played, uh, I played it. And they, they were all surprised. I, I didn't know the modern songs. So that one I sang now. Uh, righteousness piece. Uh, we couldn't afford that, that CD. I only learned that a few years later. The only albums we had was Jimmy Swaggart, Tommy Seiden, and who else? Jim Reeves, Across the Bridge. There's no more sorrow. But that day I played uh, Brightly Beams. I, I, I played it there and I played it again. It was the only song I knew, so whenever I must go, I just have one song. <laughs> Brightly Beams. So the evangelist Ati Prince, he heard me play that song. It's, a, it's, a, it's about throwing out a lifeline to people that's drowning. Didn't know it's prophetic. You see the voice, the anointed voice. I thought it's just, I didn't know I would one day preach and throw out this lifeline. Wow. <laughs> yes. A struggling seaman, you may rescue. I've pulled many ropes in of many struggling seamen. Today, when I walk into that environments again, I, the people they don't know how to receive me. They're so uncomfortable because the one they thought will never do anything. chosen to place his anointing. I can put oil on you tonight but is your heart is it right with God? Do you really desire to do something for God? What is in your heart my friend? What is in your heart? Let the lower lights be burning. Send a gleam across the waves. Some poor fainting, struggling seamen. You must rescue. You must save. Trim your feeble lamp. Trim your lamp, my brother. Some poor sailor is tempted to They try now to reach the harbor, but in the darkness they may be lost. So let the Lord lights be burning. 
send a gleam across the waves. Some poor thing, struggling seaman. You will rescue. Hallelujah. Listen. When you impart to people, how does it happen? Do you want the anointing? It will be imparted to you tonight. It happens when you see the anointed man. Paul said, I long to see you, that I might impart to you. Romans 1 verse 9 that I might impart to you some spiritual gift so that you can be established and that I can be comforted together with you by the mutual faith of both you and me. So the first important thing is you must see the anointed man. And if you are blessed to see a man that's anointed, may the Lord open your eyes. Why did he long to see them? He wanted to impart some spiritual gift. Anytime you're in the presence of an anointed man, expect to experience the anointing. Because what you see will greatly affect you. You remember what you see more than what you hear. And through the Bible, you are encouraged to look, open your eyes and see. What you see. You know, one day I ran to a Benin crusade. Me and my friend Paul, I never forget it. He told me, Pari, he used to call me Pari. The two of us were crazy. We used to watch all Benin's videos. He had some, I had some, we make it changes. Our church started to rebuke us. We understood this transference of spirits. They didn't understand it then. Even I didn't know Bishop Dag. I didn't understand the, the, the theory behind the practice. I just knew this man has something. This man. And he came to Belleville. And I went three hours early. When I got there, the line was already around the block. I realized, oh my God. I need to see. I can't listen on radio, but there's something in the impartation, in the seeing. I need to see. I couldn't get in. Because the people said, There was white people standing there, so they said, Yalla, fani diav. Yalla, kumi in basi. Stand in the lane. But then, just as that was about to happen, there came a bus full of paraplegic people that they had to come right to the front they had to open the special gate these people had to go first before they opened the gates for the crowd the crowd was to wait outside because the, the stadium was packed and the chairs were packed so when they brought there ek dink wach dis my kans ek kan eire in a stoel sit a speel ek of ek I think Naiman it was Trafi lost So I went to the driver and I said, uh, me and Paul, Paul is not the achter me. I said, don't you need help? 
to take this people in. He said, oh, you're such a nice man. Come, come. I think, what is it now? They open our gate so we go in. And just after we in a few seconds, they open the main gates. Now the crowd is running for the chairs. I want to be in front because I want to see the anointed man. I want to see the anointed man. So what happened? They said, no wheelchairs that way. I think, no, I Maar die man van die Heere, wat my kyk, sê jylle aanbid die godsmanne jylle. Ek gaat loop, ek dink, ek wacht die ooman, ek moet nou een plan maak met hom. Ek sien, hier loop die, die, die grond afdraan. Ek stoot hy reis toe, ek sê, papa, die Heere sal na jou kyk, papa. Ek is hier dier. Hy ooman gaat net so na hy reis toe. And the same like Benny in explained at Catherine Kuhlman's crusade. They said, no, 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 this is reserved for some special people. Right, tweet the ray. You know, I think one of the reasons God anointed me was I had such a desire for this thing. <sighs> then Benny in came on the stage. Not him. He was so short, man. He was not. Was his Benin is very short. If you don't know, I think it's about the size. He's short. Can't even see someone that's short. Yeah. But he stood on the stage like this. And I remember they made an altar call for salvation. Make a scabbard here. But I feel like I will not nader come. Is a man van God. Hij draagt een olie. Ik wil niet naar bij die olie kom. Maar ik kijk ze van mij. Jullie moeten zo achter mensen aangaan niet. Ik didn't understand. I ran to the front. Ik is ik net zo oeh ik het hier nodig. Maar my eyes are always open, because I want to see. Sometimes I've taken my team to big meetings and I want them to see. As I see, as I learn it to, hallelujah, I said, Here, mach up your woman. I long to see. I'll never forget, I see, Benin's came so very close, I saw his hand. You know, when something becomes a picture, it's like the hand had a lot of hair on, like, like, like my arm. Hairy person. He was he's a hairy person. I don't know why the picture was in my mind. But it was many years later when I met him and, and he shook my hand. And I, I saw the, the hand <laughs> where I was standing in front. I never knew one day I would shake the hand. You see, so I remembered when I shook the hand. My desire for the anointing had brought me close. So close. He passed me by amongst many pastors and he turned and he asked, he asked my bishop, who's this man? As his spirit picks up the spirit, he shook my hand. It's the same hand he laid on my son Jason. He said, Lord, use him. And that was many years later. 
see, I was angry for the anointing. Wanted to see transference. Some of my crusades, you see spices of Benin's ministry because the anointing has different spices. Cumin, this, 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 the different spice. Some of the spices is in there. Yes. Hallelujah. Seeing the anointed is one of the ways of the transference of the Spirit. You need to see. That's why I say, when a man of God comes to the city, I say, let's close our evening service. Take everybody, take everybody. We, we are going there. Because it is in the seeing. So is the belang in God's people, man. It is like God's strength not on your come. You must have a desire. They are normal human beings. Yes, they use the toilet like you and me. But they carry something. And it's for that something that you run for. To see. The second thing is you need to hear the man of God. Seeing and hearing. Are you with me? The mystery of impartation by hearing. Faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Ezekiel 2 verse 2. The spirit entered me when he spoke to me. When he spoke to me, the spirit entered me. Kashe koyaba. When I was a young teenager, I listened to Jimmy Swaggart every night on my tape recorder. Then they preached me to sleep. And when I wake up, I still hear him preaching. I believe the transference of spirits took place in these things. One day I was doing a crusade in one of the big civics we had about. Ali was counting, we had close to a thousand people sitting like that. And there were plants there, and I was sitting there. And I thought to myself, yes, like, kick videos. The thing you saw is the thing you now see. It must be an anointing. We go in two weeks' time. Open air is in Delft. We're starting our open air. Our open air won't be normal open air. And I also come on the stage. It's just I man never takes you cake. I with my man spiel. They must press the proper stuff. I don't care what the people think. You see, when you're working for God, you mustn't be concerned about the people. It is what God thinks of you that's important. You cannot please God if you please man. Yeah. We go. And we, the power of God is moving. The healing anointing is flowing. Because I never criticize the men. I, I, I long to see. And I long to hear. The impartation comes by this. Then impartation just also comes by touch, touch, touch. Touch. So when I lay my hands on you tonight, if you believe these things I'm saying, you will receive it. By touch. John wrote, the young boy in 1 John in his book, he said, the things we've seen, the things we've heard. I don't have the scripture with me, but he said, the things we've touched, physical contact. Yes, it's important. It's spiritual. That's why the Bible says, don't lay hands on somebody quickly because something is transferred. The woman knew that if she can touch the hem of his garment, touch. See, she didn't say, as I can scream here and say, I must go to touch. Impartation through touch. 
just touched the hem of his garment, I shall be made home. And she pushed through the crowd. They tried to stop her. Ah, man. She must go. She said, I can't go. I will say, clear and rock. And I seek the salvation that will come. Now, the others touched him, but it wasn't a spiritual touch. Are you listening? But when she touched him, it was a spiritual touch. And he himself, being the anointed, said, some power went out of me. Some power went out of me. Yesterday I was walking and I just passed by people and the anointing was eating them. I didn't came close to touching it. Maybe it just was my shadow. Spiritual things must be spiritually discerned and you must believe spiritual things. I'll tell you what as I close, you see. I looked at the great men of God today and what they have accomplished and I realized I must believe how they believe. I must believe what they believe and I must exercise my faith in a great God. Are you listening? The Lord showed me three things. And tonight, I want to pray for that people. There are people in danger. Yes, sitting in this audience. In great danger. The Lord showed me an open drain. And somebody steps in there and breaks the leg. Then the Lord showed me another incident of a lion fighting with a hyena. Now animals are spirits or spirits can be portrayed as animals. Now like Zechariah said, Lord, what does this mean? I'm also asking, Lord, what does this mean? And I can only detect that there's fighting and there's war. Somebody here is having a problem with conflict and fighting. Lion and hyena is the two worst enemies in the animal kingdom. They fight over prey. They fight over one thing. Somebody is fighting with other people over something. You know who you are. And one, one more vision. I'm giving it because I want to be obedient to the Holy Ghost. Are you here? Someone was robbed by scholars and was stripped naked. His clothes was off. It was a man. Yeah. He was stripped naked. And he only had shoes on. He had to cover his private parts out of shame. I prophesy that all these things that I am seeing in the Spirit, I will circumvent it tonight by the power of the Holy Ghost. You that fell into the drain, you shall be pulled out in the name of Jesus. You fights with the lion and the crocodile, the Lord will give you victory. Yes, you, the Lord is giving victory, victory in the Spirit. You that are stripped naked. I said, Lord, what does it mean? 
The enemy is coming to strip you of everything. But tonight, by the transference and the touch of the Holy Ghost, by the anointed voice, Maleto Sayamakata. Oh, Re Shotayamaka. Shekotaraba. I rebuke demons. I rebuke evil spirits. In the name of Jesus, I command you to let go of the people of God. Now, in Jesus' name. Yes. Yes. Matashekobaha. Touch. You will be established by my touch. I long to see you, Romans 1 verse 11, that I might impart to you some spiritual gift. To the end, you will be established. You will be established. I ran and flew many miles. I spent lots of money to be close to anointed men because I understood something. There's a transference. Sometimes I, I, I thought, what am I doing? I don't have the money. I don't have the... My church needs this and that. And oh, I'm not sorry I did it. I'm not sorry I answered the master when he called. Jesus took my heavy load, <laughs> placed me on the glory road. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry at all. It's only beginning. It's the beginning. The transference of the Spirit. The transference of the Spirit. Shekotaya basata a crocodile is a dragon. I see a crocodile. I close his mouth now in the spirit. He has come to eat you. I close his mouth with strong binding tips. What you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. What you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. I bind the mouth of the crocodile. You shall be free. Your establishment, your freedom, your promotion is connected to the voice and to the touch of the anointed man. If you can believe it, if you can believe it, you will receive it. Why? So that to that end, you may be established. Many of you need to be established. You're floundering around. Your Christianity is not solid. But the Lord is here with His holy presence. God bless you for listening to this message. Remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind.